0: Hello everybody, and thank you for joining our conversation on how to speak maintenance, where we talk about facilities, maintenance topics, and how to improve understanding and support between the maintenance teams in the field and our our office staffs. So my name is Jason Fine. I'm the Maintenance Services Director at Camden Property Trust. And with me is Becca Ramati, who's the Vice President of the Texas Apartment Association Education Foundation. Hello, Becca.
1: Hey, Jason, how are you?
0: I'm good. I'm excited about another great call. With us today, we have two very special guests. The first is Robert Hills. So, good morning, Robert. Good morning, Jason. How are you? Can't get back up. at all. It's Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, <laughs> sir. Maybe you can uh, tell the audience, you know, a little bit about yourself and, and what you're working on.
2: Well, I'm uh, Robert Hills. say already, but, yeah, but uh, Robert Hills. Uh, I'm with pro- Camden Property so, so, I've been in Camden for twelve years now. Uh, but I'm still working on ACs and preventative maintenance, and i was trying to be ready Robert, for the
1: Robert, yes, I'm ma'am. so sorry, but we're having a hard time hearing you. So okay, we'll see what what comes from that. But um, Robert is uh, at with Camden Property Trust. My favorite thing about him, besides his smile, and what a great. Um, guy he is, is that he was last year's winner of the TAAEF Be the Next Room to Grow Ambassador when we did a maintenance edition. He has been a great representative and we're so excited that he's here. Uh, Jason, do you want to tell a little bit about where Robert is in the Camden family?
0: Uh, Robert is one of our highly respected maintenance supervisors in the Dallas region I always love walking his properties. He always has the pride in his community and he, he loves showing me all the projects he's working on. So I, Robert is a, is a good asset. Great friend as well. Today we also have uh Missy Sayas with us. Good morning, Missy.
3: Hello, good afternoon, everyone. I'm Missy Sayas. I uh and with LDG Development, I'm one of the regional asset managers here for Houston and our Austin region. Something that we're working on is our new uh, manage- in-house management. So Solidago Residential Services, check them out. We're hiring for all positions. So <laughs> uh, we're going on year two and we just transitioned our Houston region um, to join our Austin region um, this year. So we're excited about that and and uh, implementing it you know, trying to streamline uh, maintenance and everything else from your day-to-day operations. So thank you for having me here. And uh, thank you, Jason and Becca and, and Robert.
0: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad you could join and, and good luck, you know, yeah. building up a new company. That's exciting. You get to start from the ground floor and, and put the right systems in place. So today uh, I'd like to discuss mechanical asset tracking and the importance of preventative maintenance our industry can be a little reactive versus proactive right we could Good. we could run pieces of equipment until they can't run anymore and and we can be spending a lot of money and, and and a lot of time you know keeping them up and operational but it's it's important that we work together to try to understand what systems we have in our communities and what condition they're in um so it's a question for both of you maybe you can just real quick, uh, outline a couple systems you have at your properties you, and, and the importance of keeping them running.
3: Well, um, we currently have, uh, you know, uh, HVACs. Uh, we have some HVACs on our roofs um, down on the ground um, from your 410s to your R22s, tankless water heaters um, and hot water heater tanks. Um to think of what else other systems here um it's been a little while since i've been you know on site um but we do work closely with our maintenance team and our newly regional maintenance supervisors now um but yeah the importance of uh you know maintenance if i'm not mistaken the question was was preventative maintenance right well it's
0: just what kind of systems you have on site systems
3: yeah so those are the systems that we currently have jason
0: that's great. Yeah. And to fill in for Robert, I know Robert's property and I know the properties around the Dallas <laughs> market. So, I mean, from gate systems to yeah. stormwater management systems and boilers, it's it's imperative that these, these mechanical systems operate properly. Otherwise, it's disruptions to the residents. And in the end, it adds to expenses as well. And you see it on on the, the, the oh, other yeah. side of the house, right? The office side.
3: Oh. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see it. on We see it. All the time on financials.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, are you um, as you're building your your system and you're building your company. Are you uh, you know what sort of ideas do you have for tracking uh, what what you have and where they're at?
3: Yeah, great question. We are utilizing and um, trying to use our management software, our facilities software. Um, having those conversations um, on a monthly basis with our on-site maintenance team mm-hmm. or our maintenance supervisor and our on-site team right so um, how does preventative ma- how can we schedule this and where is the best location um, so that it's accessible to all team members and that way it's centralized for everyone to to be able to have that information readily at their hands um, yeah so that's currently what we're working on
0: uh, Robert has been working on, I think uh, we have real page and he's been working on building tickets as well. That say on the third floor of the garage, behind had a green door by space one Oh four. There is a door you need to open up and there's a, a compressor or there's a pump in that room. And I think it's, I think it's key, you know, as, I mean, I don't, miss you. I don't know in your career, did you find it that you would move properties when you were on site you would move to a new one and you didn't know where anything was, right?
3: Oh yeah, I remember the time being on, on site uh, and, and going from one property to another and trying to find all that information. So, and that's something we're trying to work on and streamline and not just in your operating management system, but also going to, you know, the old binders with, you know, and 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 having them, you just never know, right? Like, I mean, you're not trying to log into a system if something. If you have a flood going on at your property, so you know, grab that old, you know, handy binder there that lays out everything. So I still kind of believe in the old process as well, and having both both systems in place.
0: That's true. I, yeah, <laughs> I've been excited recently. I've been looking into the software or apps that you can utilize to be able to track it because once again my career same as yours it was the same you get to a property here's your keys welcome you know hopefully you figure it out and you just don't know about that pump or that motor on the second floor and then until it dies and then that's usually when you learn about it and now all of a sudden you're you're paying money for something that we we could have been tracking okay now, that kind of comes into was Robert back online
1: there he is let's see if we can hear him all
0: right he's working on
1: He's working on it. Uh, technology.
0: Okay. So preventative maintenance. I mean that that cool. comes into play with us, right? I mean we ha- we know where these pieces of equipment are now. We're tracking where the equipment's at. We have a team in place to be able to maintain it. Now we have to make sure that we understand what preventative maintenance processes are in place. Hey, I I'm sure with your system, with your uh, your property management system, that's something that you'll be kind of putting in the reoccurring tickets board.
3: Oh, yeah. So starting off right at development, you know, right at construction or, um, you know, fill in those warranties, put in those warranty dates. When do they expire? Um, and I think it's very important to ensure that the on-site team, your property management and your whole maintenance staff is all engaged during that process. And um, really putting those uh, those dates on and uh, and having both sides understand um, what that warranty means or the lifespan of a system, you know, and, and, and how can we prolong that? How can we, how can we uh, get the life out of an HVA system, you know, changing those AC filters uh, that we love to do, but it's very important because we see it on my end um, on it reflects on the financials, right? So the more you continue to defer maintenance, the higher the expense um, can be for, for an asset.
1: Well, Missy, and what you said about making sure that both sides know and both sides are talking about it, that's really what this program is all about, is making sure that the right people are in the conversation, that everybody knows you know, what the left is doing to the right and what, you know, oh. the different cliches, but that's really what this is about. Oh, we got some extra technical support. <laughs> He's back. But that's a great point, making sure that the right people are having the conversations.
3: Yeah. And just to add to that, uh, the, the scheduling of preventative maintenance, you know, I don't think that uh, I believe in, in our teams, you know, have that conversation with your on-site, with your, your management in-house, as well as your team, um, your maintenance team, you know, schedule uh, quarterly uh, maintenance, preventative maintenance. What does that look like? Right. So you have first quarter, how can we schedule this and not just your lead maintenance. You know, you want everyone to know so that they know they're aware because we all get busy during the AC summer months here, AC months here in Texas. And if you, uh, that, I think it allows, if you, if you allow the onsite team to be a part of those AC filters, maybe you can rotate one, you know, person on site to help, Open those doors for maintenance. I mean, just something small, I think, just makes a really big difference on a community and and allow it to be successful.
2: Great. Uh, I think it's
0: important. Robert, are you you back with us?
2: Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Oh my goodness. That's (laughs) fantastic. (laughs) We can fix all those other things, just (laughs) not. Look, Look, just
3: great teamwork, (laughs) inside (laughs) and outside staff. Yay. That's
0: what we're we're talking about. (laughs) Exactly. Robert, to catch you back up, you know, why don't you outline some of the systems at your community and how you track and uh, monitor the condition of it?
2: Well, uh, we have like uh, we have our fire systems, uh, of course, and uh, those are big parts of uh, what we try to stay on top of. And with that one site, it'll be tough to keep up with a lot of that stuff. But I do rely a lot on my office staff to help me and remind us because it's the team effort, Uh I wouldn't want to put one person in charge of all that just trying to keep up with all it, Cause it's a lot. And you want to make sure every system is being safe and being taken care of in a timely manner. You want to want, you want to be uh, proactive, not reactive. And we always try to say right here, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. So at that same time, you know, you want to try to make sure that you keep up with those systems and keeping up with those systems. We use a lot of one site, putting in reoccurring tickets, just trying to keep up with everything. So and sometimes you, you you get sidetracked with it when you get a lot of, like we said, a lot of AC systems, and when the season comes in, you have to get the ACs done. But you also got to still keep up with your uh, preventive maintenance, and we uh, try to keep up with a lot of that through one site. So, and I rely a lot on one site. <laughs> yes, sir. So we have our fire systems, the pool pumps, the you know what I mean the, uh, we just got done with the whole entire property changing out all of our emergency lights batteries. So. That was the ordeal in itself. So, just keeping up with all that, real, real, you know what I mean? Just keeping up with the notes and stuff saying that, hey, we need to get this done by this week and whatever else is going on, we still try to make it work. But I have a wonderful team here. So, I can't take all the credit.
0: <laughs> yeah, we were um, we chit chatting about how when you start a new position as a supervisor or. Oh, a th-
2: I <laughs> talk about that. I mean, yeah. I- so- Uh, when I first came to Camden, I was uh, a make ready tech. And uh, this was years ago. So when I came to Farmers Market, I was actually working with uh, Tucker McCall and I was there for five years. So when I came to be an assistant here, I was only an assistant for like, I want to say six months before I became main supervisor. So coming to this property, it probably wasn't all the way finished yet, but at the same time, I was excited. I was nervous and everything but not knowing anything about the property not knowing what a fire system what a cutoff valves whether your uh, electrical panel all the electrical panel boxes are that's something that a person needs to know especially coming in as a supervisor because an emergency happens you need to have all the information on hand just in case you know what i mean so it's but now that we have that in, in on hand and we put it out we got little binders that for the fire system, for the water system. So you can just go to that binder or if you don't have uh, access to the computer, so. But if you have access to the computer, we also have notes in our uh, computer that you can just pull up and say, hey, where's this meter? It'll tell you exactly what cloud is third floor, right across from 3072 or however it may be. So uh, that's, it, it makes a supervisor job a whole lot easier. And you know, if you, have everyone on your property, including the office staff, that knows about all these books and these. Uh, the much information you can give them, the easier your job is going to be because everybody's on the same page. Everybody has everything on hand. You don't have to call this person right here on vacation or trying to find out or wait until four apartments are and when only one could have been flooded, when you could have had the water shut off an hour and a half ago or something like that. So it's always important to have as much information as you can.
0: I'm glad you brought up the vacations. That adds another layer to our conversation, as yes, far sir. as having somebody that that can open a binder or a book and, or open up an app, and says, "Hey, if you're trying to shop the water to Building Four, if you go yeah. in the landscaping <laughs> by the, the parking space two.
2: Yes, you know. sir. <laughs> So, and the reason why I brought that up when I first became a supervisor, I was getting a lot of calls, and I was never. I was always on vacation or somewhere. And I'm from Mississippi, so I was always back home visiting family, and I was always getting calls. And, and uh, so I want to make sure that as time progressed, that I've started putting in more and more information. Everything I know about the property, I want everybody to know. So mm-hmm. everybody have the information right on hand. So, and it makes my uh, my vacation a little bit easier now. I don't want to <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah.
0: Missy, you—I mean, I'm sure from the asset manager perspective, it, it helps you sleep better at night knowing that the teams are all communicating and, and not only one person is holding on to the information about the community. Correct?
3: Oh, correct. Yes, it—it uh, it does uh, make things a little bit at ease on our end, and—and and I'm pretty sure you know for our regional supervisors out there and uh, who who take in all these calls for us uh, on our behalf and. In, in our property managers but yeah it definitely does help knowing that there is a centralized location and everybody knows you know where it's located and um and everyone knows about the systems i mean i remember being on site and uh my maintenance lead and i we would go and, and i was like walk me on property show me he's like you know i would be so like in my report right he's like uh we have this problem he's like do you want to come and take a look at it i want to show you something and you know and and you that moment you're like, Oh God, but I really want to get this done, you know? And you're like, yes. Okay. 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 Show me, show me, show me the system. Right. And so he's explaining and showing me and, and I'm like, Oh, that's, Oh, I didn't know that. So now it just makes things easier later down the line when I'm communicating with um, a supplier member or, um, or, or just someone if we have an issue, a big issue on property and and or speaking to maintenance. And I'm like, hey, did you did you check your TXV out or did you check that PAN? Or did you, you know, and 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 they're like, What is she, did she just say? You know, so I'm like, Oh yeah, I kind of know something here. So, but you know, I appreciate that, you know, my lead maintenance and my maintenance team, um, just willing to give me that information. And I think that sometimes we miss that. And um, you know, I have kids and and they say, take that moment to listen to what they're saying, because it makes a world of a difference because then they will continue to confide in you to give you that information, um, and that continuing communication. So, uh, but you know, I, I have a saying though, behind every successful on site team is a strong maintenance team. So.
2: <laughs> and I would like to add something to that, Jason. Um, what we had here at Victory Park, we had a day with maintenance. And I, I just want to oh. piggyback back off what Missy said about being so excited to get out there with maintenance because most of the time the office staff doesn't have time to get out there with maintenance, but we had we have a maintenance day with I mean, a day with maintenance from the office staff. You come in, you put on your work clothes, and you come out and you work a day with maintenance all day. So uh and it makes a difference because now the office staffs. Office staff has a chance to see how long it takes to do an AC, how long it takes to do a make ready, how long it takes to pick up ground. So they're not saying, okay, well, it shouldn't have taken you that long, or do you have time for this? And they can, you know what I mean? It's a certain respect that you have for that person now, because it's not just, okay, I need to get this done now, that's not important, or this, you can wait on this. So it, it gives them a perspective of how long things take, and it, it, it makes a difference, so but I just yes. wanted to I appreciate
3: you yeah. just getting out there. Just. Yeah, I real, you know, quick little story really quick. Um, I used to be on site uh property manager. Uh we had you know our, our team inside outside. So it was that time to go in and, and do the filters, right? You've got you know these two buildings coming up on rotation. We've got to change these AC filters. But um what it, what we did is we um collaborated, divided the the, the community. Right mm-hmm. into sections and then the on-site team and the maintenance team, there would be one maintenance team, one on-site team that would responsible for that section. So then when their section came up for you know AC uh, AC filters, mm-hmm. um the on-site team would like pull the keys, have it ready, have the map, have the you know, the codes and stuff, and then maintenance would like get the AC filters. And and then they would open, you know. They just it saves so much time, but it yes. builds that camaraderie within mm-hmm. that synergy within our team. Um, and they were ready. They were like, "Oh, okay, it's my turn." And um, you know, and it just allows everything, everything to be shared. And yes. Uh, yes. yeah, but it it was a great it was a great exercise, and we did it. We did it for years. Um, yeah. And our yeah, we did it for years. I
1: love day with maintenance and Robert. I yeah, think, I think Tia has what a great way to create more understanding about the work that the maintenance team does, the time it takes and how distractions can stop yes. that work from happening in a timely manner. So that's fantastic. Jason, I wanted to ask and I think you're probably heading this way, but when we talked about this topic initially, you used AC um, units as an example as you know you know maybe when they were purchased, You've done the preventative maintenance on them, but you know that the lifespan of, of it is com- maybe coming to an end and how this process can help you to track that in terms of needing to prepare to buy a new unit or, you know, take that, um, you know, knowing when you're going to have to budget for that. So maybe you can talk a little bit about that and then Missy and Robert can jump in.
0: Yeah, no, that's it's a great point. I if you have 20 boilers or 20 HVAC units and they're all different ages, Becca and I were talking about the importance of understanding you know, if, if this one is gonna reach the end of its useful life here, and then this one is this next year and so on and so forth, if you keep deferring it and pushing it until the very end, you run the risk of all of your units failing at the same exact time. And then the expense to be able to replace or repair all those, now all of a sudden becomes a bigger burden than if you, we would have replaced maybe one or two at the beginning of the season or the beginning of uh, the lifespan uh, change. So I don't know. It's it, you probably see that Missy probably with elevators too. and, 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 <laughs> elevators seem to be the one that
3: let's know. not talk about elevators okay <laughs> <laughs>
2: this is, this is all right
3: <laughs> but yes jason uh, uh, uh agree that knowing what that lifespan is and and having those preventative maintenance uh, services in in contracts uh yeah. um
0: yeah i mean you can defer it all you want it's, it's, it's well, well,
3: deferred. well, well, well. Hold on. You can <laughs> defer all you want, and then you get, you know, the property In reaching its is. age, and then yeah. you know it's not. Um, maybe it's not performing income wise as it did when it was freshly, sparkly, brand new the first couple of years. And and um, and then, of course, us, you know, uh, leadership are, are scrambling and trying to find the money of how to fix it, and 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 um, you know, something that you could have spent an extra dollar on in the beginning now is 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 quadruple in price. And um, and of course, you know, our our clients, our owners um for everyone out there, you know, explaining that. You know, explaining, you know, why we deferred the maintenance and 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 why we're needing that extra thousand dollars. So
0: I I love that perspective. Sometimes, sometimes if, if we're not and that brings us back to our main point of if we're not tracking the systems that we have and we don't understand when they were installed and when the end of its useful life is, and we're not preventatively maintaining the equipment, then we do run the risk of higher expenses and possibly employee turnover as well. That's a lot of stress and, and uh, fatigue on our maintenance teams as well, as well as the office, correct?
3: correct. Oh yeah, nice. you know they're the ones that have to intake the calls and 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 figure out how to manage it. You know, and and it becomes a chaos <laughs> all around. <Nice. laughs> We've all
2: it's been. Really like it. It.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Missy I, and Robert, for your time today. I I think that everyone listening is gaining a new appreciation for for preventative maintenance from both sides of the house. I love Robert that you brought up. You know, spend some time with maintenance and, and Missy. I love how you brought up. You know, spending time with maintenance and walking with them and helping them with preventative maintenance. So, you know, once again, yeah, thank you for your stories and, and sharing your experiences. So
3: yeah, thank Take you. Thank you for having me. And I do want to add budget seasons out there. So it don't is. forget about your maintenance stuff. Something that we discussed with um, our teams is bring on your lead maintenance and in, <sighs> into that maintenance section of your budget. You know, you just never know what you may miss. Does it look right? I mean, I'm pretty sure our maintenance teams know what the cost is probably of every item you need. (laughs) So allowing them that hour or so just to kind of review that, I think it would be definitely beneficial going into next year. So
1: fantastic point. Um, We hit on a, a number of things today that we have talked about in past episodes. So if you're new to to finding out about this series and the show you can find past episodes we've talked about preventative maintenance also about the relationship between the maintenance supervisor and property manager so check them out you can find them on our facebook page uh, Texas apartment careers on YouTube. And also these shows are also made into a podcast. You can find them wherever you listen to your podcast content. So uh, thank you, Jason, Missy and Robert. Thank you.
2: Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much for having me.
3: Thanks,
1: everyone. We'll,
3: We'll be back next month. Thank you.